Empathy is a word that is being used more and more frequently in the last 10 years or so. But in fact, it came into the English language since the earliest, early 20th century. Most psychologists define empathy as the ability to recognize, understand, and share the thoughts and feelings of another person. And developing empathy is crucial for establishing relationships and behaving compassionately. It is to, um, you know, as it were, to put yourself in another person's shoes, to try to really see and, and almost feel what the other person is going through. It's more concrete than sympathy, which is to share the same sentiment as others. As I said, it's kind of like to put yourself in other people's shoes. It is also somewhat different from being compassionate or compassion, which is to understand somebody's pain and suffering and try your best to, to do something to lessen them. And there are many benefits, according to psychologists, to be empathizing, to be, have empathy to others, or be an empath empathizer. It is good for the cohesion of a community. Uh, it lowers tensions within a community and help uh, prevent uh, conflict or to help resolve conflicts. Uh, it also fosters a connection among the members within the community. It is also good for a person's own emotional well-being and um, also helps a person to relate to other people, to see other, where other people are coming from. It can also be quite healing for somebody who is hurt because the person knows that there is someone else who can relate to what his or, she, what, what his or his, uh, her feelings are and to understand where he or she is coming from. So that's, I guess, modern psychology. So traditionally, we say that Jesus is infinitely merciful and infinitely compassionate, which is all true. Uh, he really knows our miseries, and he really um, does his best to alleviate our miseries. These are all true. But I think in a more contemporary language, we can also say that Jesus is the greatest empathizers ever, and he really uh, can empathize with us in our difficulties. Because he's the son of God coming down from heaven to become a man to live with us, he really put himself in our shoes to go through all range of human conditions. And for example, he was born in a poor family in Palestine in the, among a, uh, oppressed people. He lived a very simple life in Nazareth. He shared with us the same human nature. He had the same emotions that we have, and um, he experienced the same temptations that we did, except for sin, of course. As the letter to the Hebrew says, he similarly has been tested in every way and yet without sin. And this way, we can be confident that he understands our feelings and he can truly empathize with us. And so we would not be afraid to approach him, to ask him for mercy, to ask him for help. But Jesus is much, much more than an empathizer because he gave his life and as an offering for sin, for our sins. And as prophet Isaiah tells us today, through his sufferings, he justified many. 
So he is much more than an empathizer. He is our savior. Now let us turn attention to ourselves for a few moments. If Jesus Christ, our Savior, can empathize with us, shouldn't we also empathize with our brothers and sisters? And so to be able to do this, Pope Francis very, very recently uh, gave us some really concrete suggestions. I think those are very, very useful and very, very practical. He encouraged recently all Catholics to encounter, to listen, and to discern. Encounter, listen, and discern. So what does he mean by encounter, first of all? Pope Francis says that the Lord does not stand aloof. Instead, he is completely present to every person. He is open to encounter, meeting eyes to eyes, sharing each, um, each, each person's story. And so likewise, we should also take time to look others in the eyes and listen to what people have to say, to build rapport and to be sensitive to the questions of our sisters and brothers, to let ourselves be enriched by the variety of charisms, vocations, and ministries. And every encounter, as we know, calls for openness, courage, and a willingness to let ourselves be challenged even by the presence and the stories of other people. So with encounter, there is also listening, very, very importantly, because Pope Francis reminds us that true encounter arises only from listening. And here, I think, empathy is very, very useful when we listen. Again, quoting from Pope Francis, he says, whenever we listen with the heart, people feel that they are being heard and not judged. They feel free to recount their own experiences and their spiritual journey to us. So let us ask ourselves, are we good at listening? How good is the hearing of our hearts? Do, do we listen? Do we allow people to express themselves, to walk with faith, even though they have difficulties in life and to be a part of the life of the community without being hindered, rejected, or judged? Do we do these? And finally, having encountered our brothers and sisters through listening and many other ways of, um, of interaction, let us discern. He says that encountering and listening are not the ends in themselves, leaving everything just as it was before. No, that's not the point. On the contrary, whenever we enter into a dialogue, we allow ourselves to be challenged, to advance on a journey, and in the end, we are no longer the same. We are changed. So in other words, this process of discernment leads us actually to go beyond empathizing with our brothers and sisters, but we are empowered. We are motivated to go a step beyond, to be more Christ-like, to make sacrifices for each other, just like Jesus Christ did. In some situations, for example, this uh, making sacrifices for our brothers and sisters um, involves sacrificing our individual good to promote the common good of the community. An example is that right now during the pandemic, we have um, masks on inside the church. So we are sacrificing our personal comfort, uh, which is an individual good, 
but we are promoting the common good, which is to safeguard the safety and health of our brothers and sisters. So we are all on a journey towards the kingdom of God. We walk together with each other, with our brothers and sisters. And in this journey, we are called by our God to serve each other, to be each other's servants, and to sacrifice ourselves for each other. What James and John do in today's gospel, I think completely misses the point of journeying together towards the kingdom of God by trying to make themselves more important than the others. That's completely missing the point. Rather, it is in becoming the servants of our brothers and sisters that we truly become great.